Give Me Something. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another week of Give Me Something. Uh, I'm Hammy Goodman. What a star-studded lineup we have this morning. Uh, I'll work through them very quickly. I'll save the best for last. Uh, joining us from the beach, hopefully we don't uh, drop out uh, with the extra hectopascals in the air down there and the Wi-Fi connection. Michael Wall, uh, welcome to you this Tuesday morning. G'day, Hammy. Great to be here, mate. Uh, no, uh, Wi-Fi is quite good down uh, where I am at the moment. It's uh, it's holding up pretty well. Unlike myself in isolation, the uh, spending this much time with the family is definitely starting to weigh on me. And let's just get those pubs open quickly. Yeah, sure it's, sure it's starting to weigh on them as well, Michael. Uh, we'll go <laughs> across next to... Uh, wow, this guy had a, a huge weekend. He mowed the back and the front lawn. Uh, Slug Exotic. Uh, good to see you for another week on Give Me Something. Yeah, thanks, mate. It was good to get out and about. Um, just obviously to the edge <laughs> as we uh, continue to ease on the restrictions, I'll keep moving further and further down the street, which will be exciting for me. Uh, wonderful and uh, good to see. You. And uh, joining us from, uh, I think he's not from his beach house today, from his normal house, where he says conditions are cloudy with a chance of meatballs this morning. Uh, Richard Hummerston. I accept. I certainly did not say that meatball crap. I said it was cloudy. Uh, no, from the Camwell office today, I wish I was down the beach, but I'm in this, uh, this lovely dark dungeon, my rented Camwell abode. But very excited to be here, Ham, because the next guest that you're about to introduce yep. is very special. Mm. And we are in the box seat for a magnificent morning. <laughs> Hugely yeah. special. And joining us from uh, one of the toilet cubicles from the Caulfield Bears home rooms this morning, <laughs> one of Australia's newest and finest authors, Tom, the suburban footballer, Seager. Good morning to you. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Just reading the, uh, reading the new book, $25. Free delivery anywhere to Australia. How you going, guys? What's happening? Yeah, look, going very well, uh, Tommy. Thank you for squeezing time into your busy, I'm sure, um, kind of pre-season training hub schedule to find time to do a podcast with us. Uh, we, we do really appreciate that. Um, no, busy no time. <laughs> very busy time for you writing a book um, and, uh, you know, no footy, you're in lockdown. Just, just wondering how has uh, not playing footy affected you so far this season? Yeah, look, mate, not a great question to start off with. But, um, huh. uh, look, playing footy, to be honest, I'll be, it hasn't really affected me that much on a personal level. When I mean, you break it down, you're, you're footy trainer. I've been a footy trainer for seven years, so that hasn't affected me. Business uh, as subs, <laughs> subs, I haven't paid subs for as long as I can remember. And, uh, yeah, playing footy every Saturday. And I, I've been picked to play footy for round 12, look, in the last six years. So it's been business as usual for me. But on a, look, from a club point of view, I know it's, a, it's a caught a lot of, lot of local clubs unawares. Um, they haven't, they're not ready for it. Our club was ready to go because we had a, actually had a virus sweep through our club uh, in 2017. The entire list uh, caught chlamydia from, a, uh, oh, from, yeah. from, from soap. So we all missed, all missed the first five rounds. Business as usual for us guys. We're ready, we're prepared, and we're, we're good to go. Just tell us, tell us when. Yeah, Tommy, I remember, let, sorry, I reading about that outbreak uh, just on Big Footy, I was going to say. So um, yeah, good awful. to see. I'm awful. sure you guys have got some what, protocols. What brand of soap was it? Just so the other local footballers can stay away. Uh, no idea. I'll go with Dove, but I wasn't ready for that question. Just to <laughs> Dove's, Dove's very fancy for a local footy club, Tommy. Tommy, look, let me ask two. Oh, firstly, I'll just say I love the shameless plug at the start as uh, you've got a number of the grubs here and we love absolutely selling ourselves off for just yeah. the tiniest of things. Hummer has spoken it's, about it's a particular... Not, not, 
it's, it's just it's not just about selling the book. I just want to um just want to spend some time. Our two sex boys, two sex. Hello. I can't talk. I'm talking to guys from Sportsbet about my book. Yeah, no, twenty-five dollars free delivery anywhere in Australia. <laughs> yeah, go to gumroad.com forward slash suburban footballer. Okay, talk soon. Who was that? Sorry, guys. No, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, you, you, mate, you spoke about uh, about you have well in terms of footy, your your day to day and week to week experience down the club's probably different. So, what are you missing the most about footy season? Oh, uh, look. Hands down, I miss the showers. I really miss the showers, but there's ways around it. Um, what I've done, and this is a tip for anyone at home, I've got GladRap, and I've um, I've wrapped my laptop computer in GladRap to make it waterproof, and I just take it in the shower at home and do a Zoom meeting with about 20 of the boys and um, just sink cans uh, at home in the shower. And another one, I'm really missing sinking cans on the hill. But... Um, it's nothing to stop you. So I've just been going down my local ground every Saturday, taking the esky and just, you know, sticking 13, 14, 15 stubbies on the hill. Obviously, there's no game on, but if someone goes past, give them a bit of lip, let it be, you know, just, just a runner or, a, you know, a family going for a bike ride, just let them have it. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been great. So that, look, there are things I'm missing, but yeah, you just got to work around it. Hey Tommy, you're—I mean—you've had a distinguished career. You're in the uh, the twilight of it. Let's be honest. But over the course of the years, who's who's been your biggest influence throughout oh, your career? Really good question, Bummer. Um, I was uh, probably my dad. My dad—he um, always taught me that. Look, you don't have to be the greatest footballer to still earn good money playing local footy. He taught me a little trick at a very young age. Um, during the first quarter, nick off to the rooms and um, knock off to the knock off the valuables bag. I've been doing that fairly regularly, and geez, I've earned some good coin playing footy. Some really good coin. But he's, he's doing 17 years hard time at the moment, um, robbery. But um, yeah, but no, he's a, he's a good man, my dad. And I yeah, just respect he's a good man. <laughs> That is a, a bit of an insight into how you play your footy, but I'm interested to know when you when you do stay on the ground, when the, someone else is getting the valuables bag for you, how, how would you describe yourself as a footballer? Smart. Just smart. Smart. Um, and I'll be honest, boys, I, I, I'm not a great kick. Can't really handball, can't mark. Um, I'm not, not a great talker, not really a leader, not fit. Um... But, um, but just smart. And that comes from just watching probably 10 hours of box footy a day. Eventually, eventually <laughs> something's going to sink in. It does. And I, I can watch any game of footy, any level, and I know where the ball's going. I know I, I can do fuck all about it. I can't get there, but I know where the ball's going. So um, <laughs> just footy smart. You can't, you can't buy that. <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, other things you can't buy in footy are, are memories, Tommy. So my next question is kind of two questions wrapped in one. Um, I'm, I'm interested in your career low light and your career highlight. If you could share that with us. Career low light. Um, I'll start. I'll start with the highlight. That was um, that's probably an easy one. Under twelve, uh, under tens grand final playing back um, for Yak and Danda um, in the bush. I remember um, I won the league BNF that year. Um, started centre half forward. In the under 10s, Granny kicked 12, best on ground. We won by 70 points. It was a it was a great day for the family. It really was a crap. They later found out I was 19. We had um had the 
had the grand final stripped and our, our family had to leave town in humiliation. Um, <laughs> if I had my time again, I probably wouldn't have driven to the game. Um, <laughs> look, you live and you learn. So that, that was a highlight and um, low light. Um, uh, as part of where I'm playing footy at the moment at the Bears, we're often asked to do um, to do Auskick. And I did, I, um, so we get there, starts about eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. You know, you get in there, you, the idea is you um, have a bit of a chat with the kids, tell them about your journey as a footballer and what footy means to you. And then you take the, um, you take the Oz kick for the day. And I was, I did this last year and, um, and I didn't actually get picked to play that week. So I, so I got on the source the Friday night and um, the goal was, you know, be in bed by midnight, get a good chick there, sleep and be right. But I remember sitting down um, at a night, I was at a nightclub about 6am thinking, oh, I may as well just, I'm just going to go straight through here. There's not much point going home. So I caught a cab um, and I remember speaking, it must have been 80 or 90 kids and look, and I'll admit it now, I'll wear it. I've read the room wrong with a few of my stories. Um, <laughs> I, just, I told a few footy trip stories. And I, to this day, I, there are a couple of dads that were right into it. And, and, I'll, and so I sort of focused on them. And um, yeah, I was meant to talk for five minutes, ended up talking for about 45 minutes or something. And, um, and then eventually we got into the drills. And, and I'm a big believer that junior, juniors don't concentrate enough on on. Tackling. Tackling's a big part of footy and juniors don't do that. So I uh, did a bit of tackling and I remember this little girl, um, I just gave the demo and I, I was showing, I was demonstrating the sling tackle. And I shot her across the <laughs> and um, she's busted her shoulder up pretty bad. The ambos came and I remember, I remember sitting in the taxi leaving thinking, yeah, not, that was not good. But I thought I... Um, <laughs> But I got a text message from the organiser and the, and our president saying that I didn't have to do it next year. So you know. <laughs> that's a win there, mate. Yeah. Swing, swings and roundabouts. Hey Tommy, hey. now just getting back to footy for a second. Well, as you know, I'm 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 a local sportsman myself. Obviously, played cricket and uh, at the base base level, real base know, level. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, Tommy. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, uh, we're probably similar in terms of our on-field smarts and ability. Um, I probably lack the smarts as well, but I've got a pre-game routine. It involves Maccas. It involves getting into the boys, pissing off the other captain, arriving late. Um, all of those sort of things, uh, quick pissing we're on. But what's your pre-game routine? How do you get ready? Oh, I'm, you wouldn't think it looking at me, but I'm very superstitious. Um, got to have at least an hour of sleep. Game day, um, two, two hours for finals. Um, uh, I like to um, I like to get a taxi. I don't like driving. I like to get a taxi uh, to the game. That's more because I'm usually over the legal limit. Um, uh, always um, five vomits, two at home, three at the ground. Um, again, that's not nerves. That's just tequila shots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and always going. I don't like going in the back door of the uh, in the front door of the footy club. I always go through the through the back door. Um, again, yeah, that's probably less superstitious. Just making sure the president doesn't see me because I haven't paid subs for seven years. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then get my get my ten steam dimmies and um, yeah, just sit on the bench, eat my ten steam dimmies pre game, and that's if I can do that, I'm good to go. <laughs> hey Tommy, there's been a there's been a blight on local footy. That has been—it's been really worrying, and we're seeing it more and more prominent as as we uh, as we go through the years. Cubicles in footy clubs. What are your thoughts? Uh, 
absolutely disgusting bummer. It's, um, <laughs> just, I remember, I remember them saying that uh, the Essendon Supplement Saga was the darkest day in AFL footy. The day they started putting in cubicles in showers was the darkest day in local footy. After a game, when you've just been clogged by 20 goals, just being able to just look your mate in the eye while standing naked, it's something that <laughs> not having that has just really just cut to the core of all local footballers. It's, um, and it, oh, mate. <laughs> To be honest, bummer. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up because it bloody pisses me off. I snuck into our rooms um, not long after it was after we got ours put in. I removed them with a with a screwdriver. Went back the following week. It was it was bad. So yeah, not happy about it, mate. But it's uh, I'm signing a got a bit of a petition going at the moment. They wouldn't mind getting them removed because yeah, it's a, it's a blight on our our otherwise beautiful Pretty club tumor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got another question you, you may not like, so apologies. I know it's something you don't like talking about at all, and that is your book. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, oh, you've given us some insights and some stories behind it, but I'm wondering what, what the reasoning was behind writing the book. I've, I've, um, I've read a lot of, um, a lot of autobiographies, and, um, and, and look, I don't think there's enough footballers writing autobiographies these <laughs> days. So um, and I've read a lot of them, and honestly, and this is off the record, Bloody garbage, boys. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Probably the most boring thing I've ever read in my life. Richo. Yeah, Richo. Oh, Tyson Edwards. Nothing about footy. <laughs> Dale Waitman. Is it the amount of drug tech I did? I'm surprised he even got to play any footy, let alone represent Victoria as much as he did. Good bloke. Actually, <laughs> John Barnes, um, <laughs> along in Essendon, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> Tony Jewell, <laughs> legend. Good hands. So I, saw a, I saw a hold in the market, and I uh, I went for it, and I just wrote a book for the people. Um, this is this is all footy. This isn't funny people talking about singing or. Fans or whatever it's meant the way it's meant to be, grassroots. That's why I wrote the book. Oh. I've got a story to tell. Got a story how, do we, to tell. how do we get our hands on this, Tommy? Yeah, yeah really good question. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 25. Is that stained glass? Yeah, it is. It's a bit it of a is. dungeon, the Campbell Den. Okay. Um, all right. Um, $25. <laughs> oh, you, you go to... Um, you go to Gum Road. <laughs> Go to Gum Road. Um, slash uh, uh, gumroad.com. Just go to my Facebook page, boys. Um, $25 <laughs> free delivery anywhere in Australia. It's a classic. It's a classic. Almost as classic as the stained glass. Yeah. The size of it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what size font have we gone? The largest possible. And the, biggest, <laughs> the biggest borders you can get. And the key is... Every now and again, just whack the page in with nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, gives you illusion of a thick, uh, thicker book. And um, yeah, because um, yeah, I sell them online. By the time they get it, it they've already paid for it. So it's all, yeah, can't return it. <laughs> <laughs> I was beautiful to get a little peek behind the curtain of the, uh, you know, the craft of authoring a book. Um, yeah. Tommy, before we do let you go, I just wanted to, 
if it can get a little peek behind the curtain of um, some of your footy trips, because you know these have gone down in folk. I know they touched on in the book a little bit as well. Your live shows as well. Um, just footy trip stories. Just what open side of the year, mate. Have you got anything for us in that realm that you're happy to share on camera? Oh, look, that's a good question, Lammy. Um, but um, <laughs> look, legal, legally, I can't talk about my last six or seven footy trips. <laughs> um, a few things, you know. Things happened, but well, I, I will give some. I will give some tips. Um, if you are organising a footy trip, um, and and I've I've never organised a footy trip. That's rule number one. Don't organise a footy trip. But um, but if if you if you do organise a footy trip, do not put the bond on your credit card. I remember this is, this is going back about five years ago. My best mate Richard, he um he was having trouble getting the bond off the boys, so he thought, you know what. Stuff it, put it in the too hard basket, just put it on his credit card. And I remember, <laughs> I remember hanging shit on him. We were in Cairns watching the um, backpackers burn down. And I remember just thinking, <laughs> you fucking idiot. You are, he is, um, <laughs> he's 33, still lives with his parents, paying off that credit card. So, um, <laughs> what, an idiot, what an idiot. So, um, yeah, so that, that, look, that's my tip. And sorry, I can't tell any footy trip stories, but, um, Look, buy the book, $25 free delivery here in Australia. Um, there yeah, might be a few little secrets in there. <laughs> Elite. Uh, anything else you want covered off, boys, while well, well, I've got the great man here? I, I mean, I, I will ask this. I'm, I'm, I'm a father, uh, Tommy, and you spoke about when you spoke to kids earlier. If you're, you had your chance father? again. Yeah, a father. Yeah. <laughs> Both, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, now you've got time to think about it. If you did have any advice for the kids, what would you say? Uh, really good question. Um, oh, always run to the closest cone. Yep. Good mm, advice. Good sound. Metaphor, that's a metaphor for life. Um, <laughs> um, oh, he's a nice little tip. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is something I've been doing for years. Um, this, and this, I'd tell this to any kid, any age. Um, and I do this. I left this out of my pre-game ritual, but on the way to a game, I always swing through the bottle and buy a slab um, of the cheapest beer they've got. No matter what it is, just whatever's on sale, you buy it, take it in your bag to the game. After the game, pull out the slab and just hand out the cans, 24 cans. You've given it to all the boys and then, so that might cost you, what, $27, $28 for the cheapest slab in the bottle O. The rest of the night, you're going up to boys going, hey, don't forget you owe me that beer. <laughs> 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 On the night when you're at the clubs, that's 13, 14 bucks for a Corona. And um, you, know what? you save yourself a couple of hundred bucks every Saturday. <laughs> so I'd, I'd pass that on to anyone. I'd pass it on to my kids. Hopefully they pass it on to their kids. And yeah, it's just a great little tip for saving cash. Yeah, that's um, that is great advice. So for any kids um that are watching this, firstly gamble responsibly, and secondly, uh, make sure you go and grab a cheap slab, take it down to the club, save yourself. Alvy's your your spot for that. You get some yeah. good German beers for twenty five bucks. Hammer and Tom. Yeah, well, um, mate, that is mate. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You're probably going to go and um, I don't know, top your parking up or go and uh, you know, check on the kids in the car out the front of the footy <laughs> club there. But uh, mate, thank you so much for squeezing time in. I know it's a busy time for you with the launch of the book. Um, even though it is lockdown, you've, you've been obviously out there spruiking that. I've got a copy of it. Uh, I was lucky enough to get one. You wrote me a beautiful note in the front, Tommy, just letting me know I've got one of the early releases of the books, uh, which is hadn't actually been proofread. So there's plenty of typos in it. Um, 
I'll give you one last chance to maybe plug the book and maybe just just let it let the people know out there if, if the book has now been proofread and uh, if any copies going forward will be um, you know easy to read. Yeah, no, I've proofread it. I've proofread it now. Twenty five dollars free delivery anywhere in Australia. Um, look, I'll be honest. It's um, look, it's not the best read getting around, but you'll. Uh, <laughs> By the time you've paid for it, it'll be too late. So um, <laughs> get on board. And uh, yeah, no, yeah, guys, it's been yeah, it's been early and it's been a hassle. But um, thanks very much for having us. No dramas, Tommy. It's about eight thirty a.m. now, so you are probably due for a couple of beers in the shower. I would have thought. So um, mm. we will let you go. Thank you so much, and uh, mate, we're looking forward to to uh, to reading reading this book and uh, and catching up with you. Hopefully, in the not too distant future. <laughs> thanks for having us, boys. No so dramas, mate. So we'll catch you later. Well, we're quite lucky, boys. Uh, you know, some of the celebrities and some of the, mm. the personalities we get to talk to on the show. Tommy Segan, of course, no exception there. It's a great read. Go and get it. The suburban footballer. Uh, he certainly mentioned enough times where you can get it, but jump on his Facebook page and uh, plenty of links to it there. But exciting times, boys, because footy, um, as you'll be able to tell from the Sportsnet website, is just around the corner. The markets yep. have gone up again. Hummer uh, in the last couple of days. I know in your role, you've been uh, you know pushing them, promoting them, talking about them. Um, so maybe now that they're back on site, gents, we can maybe pick a, a market uh, that the punders might like to get around before we uh, before we let them go. Well, I'll, I'm going to kick things off because I think I've found us an absolute special. Yep. Uh, now, we've, of course, we have leased wins. It's a very, very popular market. Outside who to make the, the, the premiership market top eight, lease wins is our, is our third most popular market. Now, we've got Gold Coast at $1.83. They're, they are a pile of shit. They're no good. But they are going to... They're playing, essentially, they're going to... Be, for, at least for this first couple of blocks, they're going to be playing at home. They can go and stay in their own house, see their partners... I can't see Gold Coast losing the least amount of games. We've got them at a dollar eighty-three. They're also used to that the size of crowd they'll be playing in front of yeah. too, so there's a bit of an advantage. <laughs> no real yeah. upset here for them. They're just think, business as usual. And if you work down the list, you think Carlton are the next list at eight dollars. They're, they're not going to live. I think they're going to go okay, Carlton. Don't go wrong. <laughs> Slugs Adelaide and Fremantle ten dollars, but there's a, there's a special now. Melbourne, Melbourne. Are, there is not a football club with more, with less spine. In the competition, in the history of the AFL, on AFL, and off the park, South Australia, correct, Wally. They're not going to like this, you know. They're, they're going to have. There's going to be some some changes to their routine and whatnot. They are going to turn to absolute jelly. We saw what happened when they, they finally had a chance at some stardom. They go across the Perth. It was the worst game of footy we've ever seen. Melbourne at twenty six dollars to win the least amount of wins in twenty twenty. I think is just going to be an absolute fill up. Just put put a put the lobster on it. That's what four hundred and my maths is no good, but that's a, that's a few farmers. Yeah. Four hundred thirty. Yeah, if when you say it was twenty six bucks, yeah. If you put a lob, if you put a lobby on it, you're profiting five hundred. That is a that's a good one, Rich. I couldn't be more with you here. I'm I'm with you on this. I just think that they have proven time and time and time again that they just lack any of that just heart and just the ability to yep. stay focused. And then this, this will absolutely throw them out. Well, I'll tell you the interesting one for me here. I had a, there's two things I'll talk about. Firstly, after the, I think there's a there's a, a couple of discrepancies after the opening round. I think Hawthorne at a dollar eighty three and Port Adelaide at two bucks to make the eight are a little bit longer than some of the ones ahead, like mm. the Western Bulldogs and Brisbane. Uh, so I, especially uh, given someone like Port, if they're based somewhere else and then they get home games like the West Coast Eagles, and this is a massive thing for them, there's not going to be as much travel as there usually is. 
And that leads me to this. The West Coast the Eagles are going to be based in one area. And it sounds like the AFL is almost going to have them in two or three bases and they're not going to have to consistently travel. There is no home crowd anywhere for this season. We know that, right? So that's fine. That goes out the window. West Coast continually talk about travel. Why then wouldn't they go, this is great. I know it's not ideal you're moving over the other side of the country, but once you're there, you're there. If they get four weeks in or four to six weeks in Queensland and then some time in Melbourne and then time and finish the end of the season with maybe four or six games in Perth, which could happen, they haven't ruled that out, they are in an absolute prime position uh, to, to win the flag because they, they have the team to do it. We've seen that. They went to the mountain and succeeded a couple of years ago. They've added to the list after last year. I just think taking out travel, that yep. list, I just think that they're, they're a massive show to be able to win the flag. I mean, the second favourite now, just behind Richmond, you're going to get that $6.650 for them. I, I think, that, I think I like they're it. a proper bet. Sounds good. What have you got for us, Slug? Yeah, I was, I was going to sort of piggyback off the back of the, the travelling thing. I think it's going to be one of the massive um, aspects of this year's competition. Uh, the least travelling team in the history of the competition, despite fact being in it the longest, or one of the longest, is called... <laughs> Um, famously travel about twice a year. Um, they are one of the most well-marketed teams in the AFL. If you if you lived in WA, I don't know how you because they, they just never go over there. Um, they're always well rested coming into the finals, and I think that if they're going to have to travel more than four or five times this year, they're not going to just slip out of the top four, which is paying dollar fifty. They are. Ooh. So they're going to be paying three bucks to be outside the top eight. They're a team that. I don't have any stats to back this up, but they're a team that doesn't travel much and then always the week after they travel seem to lose. Uh, please don't look that up. I don't want the facts to come back and bite me on that. Yeah, no need for facts. facts. No, no need for facts. Overrated. <laughs> just not a team that travels well. Um, you know, Nathan Buckley came out, got on the front foot with him and said, yeah, we're happy to travel. Um, is the sort of bloke who will sook up when they start getting the travel. Um, excuses will be coming out there and please don't, Tweet me or anything like that. You know, shame on anyone who boosts. Don't at me. That's it. I don't think there's any danger so, that happening. Yeah, Spug, little disclaimer. Spug <laughs> is a Carlton supporter. Let's just add that as a disclaimer, yeah. of course. Your six followers on Twitter are going to be... <laughs> yeah, they'll be gutted. Slug. I don't even know you're on Twitter. Slug, yeah. Slug trying to get <laughs> a bit not. of a... Um, bit of a uh, Kane Corns text wall. Isn't he? Going here with Buck. Isn't oh, he? Yeah. <laughs> with Buck. Two silverbacks beating their chest. Yeah, I was going to say... Wrong yeah, boat yeah. to have a go at, I would have thought, Bucks. Just yeah, one of the yeah, absolute yeah. greats on and off the park. Don't, yeah. don't really remember him ever complaining about travel either, son, just quietly. Yeah. Um, Usually comes yeah. from above him. <laughs> I'm going at Bucks. Leave it out. He can't go at Bucks. I love yeah. Bucks. Yeah, he's love. a Buddhist. He's a, he's a Buddhist now. Are you sure about that, Rich? That sounds so, like something you sort of got a small amount of I a lot of information. Are you following show? Tom Brown's Twitter again? Oh. <laughs> Uh, no one saved Slug this morning. You know, it was discovered that Tom Brown Everyone's had a burner account. Tom Brown's got a burner account. It's a big call, Rich. It was discovered. Is that oh, true? Another, another yep. scoop. Another he, forgot scoop. To, he forgot to log out of it. Oh, oh that's oh. Yep. <laughs> That's no, rookie error. All right, it's bad. I remember when you did that, Hummer, as well. Very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, boys, footy is back, and yeah. uh, you're going to be stoked about this because not only the AFL market's back on site, but so are the NRL market. I can just see Rich's face Yay. light up here as I say, <laughs> the NRL markets are back on site. And uh, I think I found some value for you here. 
Uh, my boys, the West Tigers, to win the comp at thirty-one bucks is absolute free money. Like, I, mean, oh, I know that we've got the free money at thirty-one bucks. But you know, there's a real two thousand and five feel to this year, I reckon. So uh, maybe look at the Sydney Swans West Tigers double uh, and really, really have a feel up here. But thirty-one bucks hasn't been very well supported by the punters here. As I have a look at the book, uh, <laughs> interestingly, yeah. since we've gone into lockdown. Massive, massive go at the Manly Seagulls. They're, they're our best back team at 11 bucks. So I don't know if um, someone knows something that we don't. Um, they are as well. They are used to playing in front of no one, uh, as they will be during lockdown. So maybe that gives them a slight advantage. But beyond that, uh, you know, back to my spiritual route, the Canberra Raiders at $6.50. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. They were robbed last year. I'd love to see them uh, go a little bit better this mm. year. Um, How the yeah. Melbourne Storms? Matt, the Storm are actually our favourite. The Storms yeah. The Storms are um, our favourite. Five bucks. Storms. Um, the Stormers. The Storms. Mate, the Storms are going to be thereabouts. Storms. Um, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I, I just reckon, I don't know if they've got a number seven that can that can do it for them at the moment. That's my big question mark number about seven. the Storms. Number uh, seven. <laughs> but look, all, this, all the uh, the NRL markets are up there uh, as we speak as well. I, know, I reckon Joel will go into these in a bit more detail yeah. tomorrow on Give Me Something. So tune yes. in for that one. Yeah, if absolutely. you want to find to comb, go storms run over these. But, uh, gentlemen, that's it. Exciting times, footy just around the corner. We are approaching normality. There's going to be less and less yep. need, uh, almost sadly, for a podcast like this that delves into. Yeah, it's on borrowed time. Ties are going to be how many people, you know, what words are going to get set at press conferences. But enjoy it while we can. Uh, go out and buy Tommy Seagat's book as yeah. well. <laughs> Available at all good and some dodgy bookstores uh, and online. How many, oh, it's worth mentioning now, the AFL podcast has returned. The NRL podcast is going strong. Three Slips No Cover, our cricket podcast, continues to review the test. Yes. Of course, our racing shows are going. So, look, there is, we may be on borrowed time on this particular one, but don't worry. We're still going to find plenty of ways to jam ourselves down your throats <laughs> in the coming yeah. months. Yeah, don't worry about that at all. Um, well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for your time. Uh, go out. I tell you what, as soon as you log off this, go and buy Tommy Seagat's book. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I suppose, most importantly, gamble responsibly. See you next Always. time. Thanks, guys. Cheers.